Welcome back to K-Pop Pillow Talk. I'm Millie. I'm Nods. We get to start Subin today. Woo! <laughs> I forgot! <laughs> With this... Oops. Sorry. I cracked my knuckles. <laughs> that should have been a trigger warning. Um, yes, this is Sailor Tay Fix Subin XOC. We'll just get to it. I won't, I won't say anything yet. Because I think it starts in the OC's point of view. Mm. I'm a little bit worried that I'm going to pronounce the name wrong. So this is my pre-apology if I <laughs> do it wrong. I as well. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm a little nervous because he was a little heartbroken. Um, yeah, during Jaehyun's story. Because mm -hmm. that name isn't the same name as the girl he was dating for a bit during Samia and Yeonjun, right? Right. Emma. Emma, right? Yeah. <laughs> Emma is not here. No. So maybe the heartbroken is you just know, over Emma. Maybe it's for the best, because I don't think Millie would have been able to last a whole other book of me going, Emma. That's true. <laughs> it is rough. Yeah. So let's It's just, just rough because I can't do it. <laughs> I can't you just do the accent. Out of Emma. <laughs> no, the Emma part. That's not hard. But I can't do the no. I can't do the Nar? no. Oh my god. <laughs> You can't talk at car ship. No, I cannot. <laughs> and I think that puts the stark line of millennial versus Gen Z. Uh, is I, I can't talk in person. Yeah. That's fair. To be even more fair, I'm very good at accents. So <laughs> I just true. I'm just kidding. Um she's yeah, she is. <laughs> anyway, let's read some fanfiction. We mm -hmm. covered all the news in the last episode that we recorded. Yeah. And we just <laughs> Going straight into the next one. Yeah. So, part one. I'm going to say it like Dandy? What do you think? I'm just going to be American and say Dandy. Dandy? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I'm going to say Dandy. I just know I won't be able to hold it. And let's, well, let's see. Let's mm. see what, what happens. Anyway, it's in her point of view. Mm. It is Saturday, December 4th, 2021 in Ansan. Subin's hometown? Yes. I forgot how much it rained here. I usually only visit my parents once or twice a year, quick visits over the holidays. I hadn't planned on coming to stay, but I needed a place to crash after moving out of the apartment I shared with my ex, Jihoon. Ooh. I'm not ready to talk about what happened. That's okay. You That's don't have fine. To. No. Take we all time. have a mark. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to be <laughs> rapid, just constantly hitting mark. Yeah. But now I'm here in my old bedroom. The sunflower duvet I got in middle school is still on my bed next to the big teddy bear Subin gave me in ninth grade. <gasps> oh my gosh. No. Childhood friend? Yes. Oh my gosh. I'm already a mess. God tier trope. God tier trope. Oh my gosh. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> Keep going. Jihoon never liked it when I watched him perform on TV. He never made me turn it off, but I could sense the jealousy steaming off him when I turned on Music Bank on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Subin and I were high school sweethearts. He confessed to me the summer before ninth grade. He was painfully shy, but so was I, so our relationship felt easy and comfortable. Oh my god! We would study together, hang out on the field down the street from my house, make out under the big pine tree by the lake. I still remember how the pine needles would stick to my back when he lifted my shirt to touch my skin. But my favorite memories of us are of him dozing off on my lap after school. I would play with his hair and write poems in my notebook. 
poems about him, his eyes, his oh. smile. Oh. oh my god. I I'm a mess. Love this. I thought I thought I loved Violet. Too I thought Violet was my end all be all. But Donby so with far. a childhood friend? So far. <laughs> so far I'm loving it. I'm loving it. It's just a tr- it's a trope I feel in my soul. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> We didn't pressure each other. Every step we took together was slow and deliberate. So when he told me he had won the audition at Big Hit, I was ecstatic for him. I knew this was his dream. We'll move to Seoul together and I'll get us a big apartment. You'll be at all my shows and I'll sing to you, he said, with his eyes bright with excitement. Oh my god, what happened? He didn't tell anyone about it, only his parents, his siblings, and me. He was so afraid to fail and deal with the shame of having to explain himself to everyone that he kept it a secret for a whole year. But I knew he would make it. I never saw him strive for something as much as he did when he started training. I was so proud and happy for him, but his dream became more important than me, and I didn't know how to deal with it. Do you need help unpacking, sweetie? My oma pops her head in. (laughs) Both. (laughs) The, like, unpacking your stuff and unpacking your trauma. Yeah startling me out of my thoughts. No, I'm okay, Oma. Thank you. I smile, squatting back down to open the big box with all my books. I sigh, glancing at the empty shelf by the window where I used to keep them, neatly placed in order from tallest to shortest. What an interesting book, um, <laughs> bookcase uh, shelving decision. <laughs> <laughs> Personally, I'm an author's last name or series type of girly um... i'm neither of those <laughs> on some shelves are books i haven't read on my bottom shelves are the books i have but then they're just not in any order not in any order wow yeah ew <laughs> i just never why haven't i bothered <laughs> i love organizing things like that not that i'm thinking of it my virgo rising is screaming yeah well okay all of the arcs that i have like uh-huh. that are just like stacked on my floor those are organized in the like the dates that they will be published right. in and just so you know arc stands for advanced readers copy yeah it's something that book people know yeah Lee and i are oh my God. in the book world <laughs> but anyway that's about it okay yeah. anyway that's sorry and i even think i changed that <laughs> jesus yeah. i just love or i've never heard of someone doing it tallest to shortest yeah i never thought i'd be arranging them again but here i am just then my phone rings. Hyunwoo's bright smile flashes on my screen and I can't help but feel a bit better about being back home. Hey, I answer, sitting down on my bed. Hey, are you back yet? He asks. A hint of cure he <laughs> Who's this? <laughs> Go away. <laughs> a hint of excited curiosity in his voice. Yeah, I just got in last night. How are you? I grin, getting excited about seeing my old friend again. Oh, you know, I'm alright. I just got off a long shift at the cafe, so I'm tired, he sighs. Are you doing okay? Yes and no, I sigh, laying my head on the pillow. I'd meet you at Wongok, but I have a date with this new guy I'm seeing. Okay. Okay. We're good. Okay. <laughs> he giggles. Aw, that's great. Good thing I'm not above drinking alone then. I laugh sheepishly. <laughs> that's my girl, he says sweetly. Call me tomorrow, okay? I agree, and we hang up. At least I still know someone here. Time skip. The bar is exactly how I remember it. It smells like wood grain and smoke. Unpretentious. There's something equal parts comforting and melancholy about it. Maybe that's because right over there in the booth by the window, Subin and I celebrated when he won the audition at Big Hit. But it's also where, a year later, Hyunwoo brought me beer after beer as I wallowed in the pain of breaking up with him the first time. 
We got back together months later, convinced that this time we could make it work, but clearly we were wrong. I laughed with the memory, sinking deeper into my worn leather booth as I peeled the labels off my beers. Maybe I should go home. But then I see him. His thick-rimmed glasses make him look like any other guy, but his dark eyes are so intensely familiar. Part of me wants him to look at me, but he's focused on his phone, its screen lighting up the soft features of his face as he sips. I want to say hi, but he looks so absorbed. I feel like I'd be intruding on something private. I take a last swig of my beer before sliding out of the booth and out the door. The cold, humid air hits me like a wall, and I feel a few drops of water on my shoulder. I look up at the dark clouds when it suddenly starts pouring. I cross my purse over my body so it doesn't get wet, huddling under the awning of the bar. The rain is coming down too hard for me to walk home. This rain usually only lasts a few minutes, right? I decide to wait it out. I pull out my phone to keep myself from thinking about him, but I can't believe he's here. What are the odds? The last time I saw him in person was soon after he debuted. When it became clear, I was not priority anymore. The realization hit me like a ton of bricks, but I knew he didn't have the heart to break up with me. He always was the soft and gentle one. The hopeless romantic in him believed he could have me and his dream, but I didn't see how it would work. Still, every time I watch him on TV, I can't help but feel the pangs of regret. I always knew debuting as an idol was his dream, and even though he was shy and quiet in school, I knew that he would make it one day and become who he is now. He always had that quiet drive in him. Suddenly, the door beside me swings open, letting out a cloud of warm air from the bar. Hey, Dambi, his deep voice rings in my ear. Oh, hey, Subin, I greet him back, glancing in his direction as my heart starts racing. His dark red hair hovers over his eyebrows, giving him the boyish look he's always had. But I'm struck by how cool he looks in his sweatpants and hoodie. The shy boy I fell in love with back in high school is now an idol, and it's evident in the quiet confidence of his eyes. When I saw you walk out, I thought my eyes were playing tricks on me, he laughs timidly, scratching the back of his neck. Are you still living in Busan? I never thought I'd run into you here. That's a very good question, I flash from a sheepish smile. I'm actually staying with my parents for now. Long story? He smiles curiously, stepping a bit closer. Yeah, something like that, I nod, glancing back down at my shoes. He stays quiet, watching me as I shift my weight between my feet. The rain comes down harder, splashing water on my shoes. Kind of poetic, don't you think? He giggles, motioning to the rain as the pitter patters on the awning. What do you mean? I laugh nervously, glancing up at his smile. Your name. It means long-awaited rain, he explains, putting his hands in his pocket as he laughs timidly. Never mind, that was dumb. No, you're right, I laugh, blushing as I dance down at my feet. It's very poetic. He laughs timidly again, pressing his lips together as he looks at me from the corner of his eyes. So, how are your parents, he asks, breaking the silence. My oma always tells me when she runs into your oma at the supermarket. Oh, yeah, I laugh, smiling back at him. He nods, his lips turning up into a dimpled smile. His parents always encouraged our relationship. They knew I was good for him. I gave him the confidence and reassurance he needed, and he gave me the love and affection I craved. I remembered how they would invite me over on the weekends to have dinner with them, before Subin and I would go up to his room to, quote, do math homework, <laughs> end quote. Except we usually got distracted. So if this side of the triangle is 3x minus 6, what is x? I would point at the numbers on the figure while Subin sat next to me on his desk. I don't know, he would sigh, leaning back on his chair. I don't understand any of this. Vinny, it's really easy. You just have to take the 3x minus 6 and... Come sit on my lap, baby, he would coo, lifting my uniform skirt up my thigh as he pulled me up from my chair. There, that's better, no? He whispered in my ear, sliding his hand between my thighs. Subin, I swear, I laughed, blushing deep red as he put pressure on my hips. I could feel his boner under me. Baby, you'll never pass this test. I can't concentrate with you wearing this tight blouse, though, he whined, tugging at the <laughs> buttons on my uniform shirt. You know? <laughs> Isn't it? 
isn't it just ridiculous that uniforms are so like tight form-fitting weird like it's just weird yeah why aren't why I don't why know. isn't it better misogyny <laughs> yeah Okay. All right. The patriarchy. <laughs> Fuck. Forgot. <laughs> we live in a society. We live in a society. <laughs> so it's my fault. I laughed, turning over my shoulder as he slid his hand into my shirt, cupping my breasts in his hand. With you? Yes, it's always your fault. This was all a memory, obviously. Mm-hmm. Anyway, are you waiting for an Uber or something? He asks, snapping me out of my daydream. No, um, I was planning on walking home as soon as the rain let up. I sigh, staring at the wall of water coming down from the awning above us. But I guess I'll be here a while. Do you need a ride? I just got my license. He smiles timidly, fishing his car keys out of his pocket. I hear the jingling in his hands as his mouth curls up into a smirk. You got your license? I ask, my eyes going wide as I smile at him incredulously. I don't know, Subin. I laugh, side-eyeing him as he fishes his phone out of his pocket, too. Can I trust you to bring me home in one piece? Of course you can, he laughs, blushing slightly. I'm a good driver, I promise. He grins, flashing me his pinky. I glance up at him, raising an eyebrow as he holds his finger up, just like he did when he promised to call me every night after he moved to Seoul to start his training. Come on, Danvi, he he laughs, inching his pinky closer to my face. I meet his gaze, wondering if this is a good idea. Jihoon and I just broke up and I'm vulnerable, but seeing Subin again feels right. All right, I smile tentatively, hooking my pinky with his. You can take me home. He grins and pulls me into him. I see the glint in his eye as he lowers his gaze to meet mine, his lips curled up into a sweet, dimpled smile. Do you still run? He asks, letting go of my finger. Yeah, why? Are you parked far away or something? I chuckle, turning back, (laughs) turning to look out at the downpour in front of us. It's not too far, he grins, holding his hand out to me. Come on. I take it and we sprint out into the sidewalk, water splashing on our shoes and on ankles as we giggle our way to his car. We arrive at the parking lot not too far from the bar, stopping in front of a silver mid-sized SUV. It was black tinted windows and looks brand new. It's a rental, he says, noticing the look on my face. I laugh timidly as he opens the passenger door and lets me slide in. He slides into the driver's side as I grab the hem of my shirt and use it to wipe the water from my face. Here, you can use my hoodie, he says, pulling it up over his belly button. Oh, it's okay, I laugh nervously, but he pulls it over his neck, the white undershirt underneath, bunching at his waist enough for me to notice his muscles. Here, he smiles, putting the shirt back down as he ruffles his hair back into place. Thank you, I giggle, dabbing my face with it. I notice the familiar scent on the cotton fabric. You still wear the same cologne I gave you? He perks up, turning the car on as he turns to look at me. I notice a slight flustered look on his face, but he seems calm, like running into each other years later was somehow always part of the plan. Yeah, still my favorite scent, he smiles, drumming his fingers on the steering wheel as he looks at me sweetly. I smile back, but stay quiet, averting my gaze as he pulls out of the parking lot. He seems unfazed by the silence between us but it feels physical, like the car was filled with a fog that we weren't ready to mention. You have to turn left here, I say, pointing on the street at the stoplight. I know, I remember, he chuckles, glancing at me out of the corner of his eye. I, um, I read your blog post last night. It was really good. You read that? I turn to him, surprised. "Mm Mm-hmm, he nods with a smile. I loved it. You've always been a great writer, Dobby. Thanks, I smile, blushing as I resist the urge to ask him how long he's been reading my poetry. I started publishing it soon after I broke up with him and moved to Busan. It became my safe space when I would go to process my feelings and emotions. I never mentioned Subin and our relationship explicitly, but the words I wrote of heartbreak, regret, and loneliness were about him. Could he tell? Did he feel the same way? Just then, the car slows down, and my stomach tightens, like I could already feel my future regret. We pull up to my street. The atmosphere is quiet, just like on the nights he would drop me off after our dates. I give him a look as we approach my house. I know he's thinking the same thing. 
keep driving, I say, staring straight ahead at the dashboard. I hear him chuckle as he drives past my house, pulling up to the warm road that leads to the empty field where we would sneak out when we were in high school. I look out the window, noticing the moonlight slipping through the branch, and we stop at a clearing. I feel his gaze burning through me, but all I can do is stare at the speck of dust on the black leather of the glove compartment. Subin, I, I stammer, feeling the pit in my stomach, but all I hear is the click of his seatbelt and his body shifting towards me as he cups my face in his hands, framing my cheekbones with his fingertips. Danvi, I don't know what's going on with you or why you're here, he starts, staring into my eyes as my heart starts racing. But I've been thinking about you. My heart feels like it's about to beat out of my chest. My cheeks are hot with nerves. What does this mean? Subin, I whisper, my breath hitching at his touch. Are you sure? Yeah, he whispers, and I close my eyes, feeling his lips crash into mine. He kisses... That was fast. Yeah. He kisses me like he did when we were together. He's gentle but passionate, and my lips remember. His teeth tug at my bottom lip, and I do the same, our breathing getting heavy as I twist my body closer to him. The seatbelt tugs painfully into my skin, so I reach to unfasten it when he lifts my sweater off. He tosses it to the side, and I grab his shirt to pull him closer. The door handle pushes into my hips, but I don't care. I scratch my nails down his back, feeling the fabric of his shirt bunch between my fingers. He whispers my name, kissing down my neck and sucking on my skin like he always did. I smile at the feeling, remembering how I would always get mad at him for leaving a mark. But this time, I want it. Do that again, Subin, I whimper, breathing into his hair as he pushes me back against the door. The space is tight, but he moves gracefully, making sure he's not cramping me into the corner. Slide down, he breathes out as I bring my feet up to the center console. He pushes my knees apart and grabs the top of my tights, ribbing the nylon down my legs. Oh my god. Oh, wait, well, ripping it down. Never mind. <laughs> my brain was just like, oh, my God, her tights. <laughs> Those are expensive nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> I feel the cool air hit the sensitive skin of my inner thighs as he leans down between my legs. I arch my back, my head sliding against the cold window. He pushes my panties to the side and licks my clit. His mouth come. Wow. <laughs> just, we are in it. Right but I, I, it. I get it. One rebound moment. Yeah. yeah Two, yeah. the history. Yeah, you history's a bitch. <laughs> history's a bitch. His mouth contorting my body into new shapes. He shoves his hands under my hips, gripping my ass to lift my hips towards him. Fuck, I moan as he moves his hands over my body, finding my breast while his tongue stays steady. I reach for his hair, tugging at it. Each stroke around my clit is almost too much. I can hardly take it. You've always tasted so good, he smirks, whispering into my center. I've missed it. Stupid fuck! I moan, my breath hitching. If you don't slow down, I'm gonna cup fuck. But he intensifies his movements, flicking his tongue over my clit over and over again until I feel chills shooting up my legs, quick release ripping through my body. Fuck, Subin, I laugh, catching my breath. He smirks and wipes his mouth. His glasses are fogged. He wore his glasses? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Wild. <laughs> if they break, he can buy new ones. True. True. <laughs> His glasses are fogged up and so are the windows. My shoulders press up against the damp glass as he leans over my chest to kiss me. We were always adventurous in our lovemaking. Being each other's first, we know our bodies pretty well. He always knew exactly how to hook his fingers inside me and I knew how much he liked it when I rode him. I want you to fuck me, I whisper, sitting up as I swing my, as I swing my legs back down. The satisfying grin on his face sends a shiver up my spine. There's a condom in there, he smiles, nodding towards the glove compartment. I pull the door open, digging around for the aluminum packaging as he undresses. I find it under a pile of papers and hand it to him. He sits back against the seat, eyeing me as he rolls the rubber down his shaft like he's already five steps ahead in his mind. Get on my lap, he breathes out, holding my waist as I straddle him. I push my hips down on him, feeling the steering wheel pressing into my back. 
I take his boner and stroke it with my clit before sinking inside of me inch by inch. We both moan into each other, his eyes staying on mine as I go deeper. I feel like this next sentence, I always have a hard time saying, seriously? Fuck, you're so big, I moan, grabbing his shoulders as I grind my hips on his. You always took me so well, baby, he smirks, breathing in as I grind down. He moans out loud as I twist my hips just the way he likes it. Fuck, I whimper, taking shallow breaths as I feel him deep inside of me, filling me up completely. You feel so good, he groans, getting lost in my moans as I let my body take control. It remembers what to do. He grabs a fistful of my hair and pulls on it as I shift my hips. The pain grounds me in the moment. I'm nowhere else but in this car with him. I forget about Jihoon and the reason why I'm back in Ansan. My brain stops trying to understand how this happened. We broke up almost two years ago. I haven't seen him since then. But here I am, in his car, fucking him like we used to when we were together. Passionately, spontaneously, like time didn't mean anything. All I feel is our bodies sliding together, soft moans escaping into the stuffy air as I feel myself coming apart. He responds to my clenching and reaches for my breasts, pinching my nipples between his thumb and finger just the way I like it. I notice the satisfied smirk on his face as he realizes some things haven't changed. He feels I'm close and brings my nipple to his mouth, sucking it in between his lips as I grind and twist over his boner. I whimper, gripping onto his shoulders as I let the orgasm rip through me. I moan out loud, pleasure rushing through my veins, but I don't stop. I want to fuck him until his hard-on softens, until he crumbles. I press him back against the seat, riding him hard. His breath hitches, his moans getting higher as he reaches his climax. His fingers grip my waist, leaving marks on my skin as he moans out loud and releases inside me. Fuck, he gasps, taking deep breaths in as we both pant into each other. Our foreheads glisten with sweat. Sorry about your tights, he chuckles. Oh no, he did rip them! <laughs> oh man, he better pay for them. He better pay for them. I know he can! <laughs> Catching his breath as he leans back on the seat. Don't be, I giggle, collapsing my torso on his chest. My body is so relaxed, I think I might melt into him. I turn to look out at the fogged up window, his arm wrapped tightly around my waist. I remember after I broke up with him, I waited so long to see if there was an answer waiting for me behind the clouds of my mind. I could see the silver lining, but the light behind the fog never appeared. I just learned to live in a dimmer reality, one that didn't include him and us. What's next, he says suddenly, his voice calm and breathy. I sigh and press my chin on his chest, gazing up at him with a smile. I don't know, I sigh, smiling sweetly through, smiling through a pout as he gazes at me sweetly. How about we go for a drive, he suggests, and I see something in his eyes, something that I haven't seen in a long time. It's everything, and it's going right to my core. And that's the end of this chapter. Oh my gosh. We're already just in it. We do be going fast. We do be going fast. Makes me a little worried because they're both in very vulnerable places right now. Yeah. And this is childhood best friend well, territory. Okay. I was so, like, it's a trope. Yeah. This is childhood <laughs> best friend territory. So they both deserve a little more respect than that. Mm -hmm. um, but I've done this kind of thing. So it, I've, it's been, just... I've been here one too many times to, <laughs> to want to go through it again. <laughs> oh, I just can't judge. Uh, so... It's not the worst rebound you can have. It's not the worst rebound you can have. It's not the best. <laughs> but but we're hoping for the best. But we're hoping for the best. For Subin. So far, I'm liking Danby. Mm -hmm. um, I love Subin, without question. <laughs> um, so we're just going to stick with that one chapter just to kind of jumpstart Subin. Mm -hmm. We did the same thing for Taehyun. We're just like, feel it out. Feeling it out. How do you feel about this trope? Let's marinate. <laughs> How do you feel about Dongbi so far? Yeah. Like, 
I like her. I like, yeah. I, you know what? I've, I've been her. <laughs> you know what? We all, everyone went through a lot for the pandemic. They're not saying that that's the reason she's moving back. Yeah. Obviously, there's also the boyfriend thing. Yeah. But also, this is 2021. So imagine so, moving back in with your parents. Like, yeah, so many that's a lot. That. That's a lot. So. It's a lot raging. So let's see where it goes. Yeah. But that I'm rooting for them. Yeah. But that'll conclude this episode, y'all. If you'd like to catch us in between episodes, you can do so at Kpop Pillow Talk, all one word, all lowercase, on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, or Tumblr. And if you like us and want to let us know, please leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or any other listening service that allows you to do so. And with that, thanks for listening to this episode of Kpop Pillow Talk. I'm Millie. I'm Nods. What a hey!